I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, and yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, and yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear shit up, and yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, and yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, and yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Yo, what's up everybody? This is Chris Williams, aka C Will, bringing back another episode of PNA Facts. What's up? Let's go. We back with the shits. Oh man, it's been a plentiful week. But before we even get started in our conversations with um, each other, I just wanted to say shout out and all prayers go to DMX and his family and his well-being. Um, last I read that he was in a vegetable state. You know, brain damage. I'm hoping that he can pull out of it. Um, I just want to do a 30-second moment of silence. Just pray for our boy DMX. So, with that being said, again, prayers up to DMX. Um, I hope he pulled through. Let's get to the shits. What's up, everybody? I'm back hollering at y'all. And I got a lot to talk about. I got a lot to talk about, man. There's been a lot of things going on in the, in the, in the world today, man. So, you know, first I want to shout out to Nikolai Vucevic. I told y'all he was going to be playing good with the Bulls. He just had 30 and I think, what, 15 last night? Man, shout out to Nikolai Vujic. And I know that team go do very well. But speaking of, you know, rappers and things like that, first of all, I want to give an applause to Kanye West. The man just hit a 30 million documentary deal with Netflix. 30 million. A new report claims that Netflix dropped a multi-million dollar bag on Kanye West documentary. According to a report from Billboard on Tuesday, April 6th, sources said a Netflix spent somewhere north of 30 million dollars to acquire this documentary. Two decades worth of footage obtained by a music video and a filmmaker who was documenting yay life and career for over 20 years. I want to shout out Kanye West. West. The man always finds a bag. He just went through a divorce with Kim Kardashian. But guess what? She just went billionaire status. He's still going billionaire status. Shout out to South. Shout out to Kanye West. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Chicago's finest. I can't believe it. And I'm definitely going to be tuned in for that. Shout out to him. And speaking, still speaking on rappers. 
Have y'all heard what Young Buck been saying on these podcasts about 50 Cent? Y'all lovable 50 Cent. I mean, I like 50 Cent too, even though he a troll. But I want to get into what he was talking about. Young Buck went on Big Facts Podcast, um, uh, I want to say a couple days ago, and claimed that he was ghostwriting for 50 Cent. Now, I don't know how y'all feel about, you know, ghostwriting and all them things, you know, Drake with the Quinn Miller thing. And we had numerous uh, uh, rappers that that was coined as ghostwriters for other people, notable Gilly for Lil Wayne, um, which to me, I feel like Gilly did Wayne best work, Carter, too. But I, me personally, before I get to this, this story about Young Buck and, and 50 Cent, me personally, I don't really knock people for being ghostwriters, like for having ghostwriters. I don't really knock them because at the same time, do any other genre knocks other artists for having ghostwriting? Does any other genre knocks any artists? The answer is no. I could tell you the answer is no. Country don't do it. R&B don't do it. Nobody does it but hip hop. And I understand why. Because hip hop is supposed to be yours. It's supposed to be your life. It's supposed to be what you've been doing. But again, we have to realize that these people are entertainers and they're artists. <laughs> they're artists. And yes, they get help. I'm pretty sure the greats of the greats got help. Now, do I believe the Nas's and Jay-Z's and, you know, rappers like that had help in the booth with their pens? Nah, but I'm pretty sure Pharrell was in there with Jay-Z like, hey, say the hook like this. Kanye was in there with, with Jay-Z, say the hook like this. I'm pretty sure Nas had help. Say the hook like this or, or, or say that bar like this. It's not ghostwriting. It's not the same. I agree. For those who go kill me for saying that, it's not the same. But artists do get help. But back to the Young Buck and 50 Cent issue. So he went on the Big Fats podcast and, you know, he spoke on the shit about writing for 50 Cent when he first came to G-Unit. And this is his quote he said. He said, I wrote 50 Cent music, bro. I don't wrote full songs where you niggas is listening to 50 rap my words. Word for word, that nigga might change one here or a line there. But when you listen to the Too Rich song, that's just off my head. That's just one I inked from top to bottom. This is the first time, end quote, I'm sorry, end quote. But as the article keeps going, allhiphop.com, they say this isn't the first time Buck has asserted that he ghost wrote for 50 Cent. They said in 2019, he released a pair of diss tracks that I'm sorry, I haven't heard because Young Buck ain't been Young Buck since he left G-Unit. But they say he released a pair of diss tracks directed at 50 Cent, which made similar claims. So Young Buck goes on to say, quote, I'm done this based on the fact of, well, he liked the record so much he felt like he needed for himself, end quote. He said, quote, no credit. None at all. No nothing for it. Just like the Can't Lose record that was released under G-Unit. I ain't seen a check from that shit and G-Unit released that. This just goes to tell me for you, all you aspiring artists, make sure your paperwork right. Young Buck didn't have his paperwork right. Do I look at 50 Cent in a different light? No. 50 Cent ha- is one of the most uh, top. He's He's in my top 15 rappers of all time. 
top 15 rapper of all time. That's what he in. He's in the top 15 rapper of all time. Even with these claims, again, I go back to the fact that he's an artist. He's an artist. Young Buck, what I would like to say is, number one, make sure your paperwork right. And he did allude to that in the Big Facts podcast. He said, I was young. I was just coming in the game. I didn't know it. For you young, aspiring artists, please get your paperwork right. Because this could happen to you. Them some great records that them two records. Uh, what was the records that he that he claimed that he said he said the the uh too rich song that's a decent record. Can't lose is a decent record. That's millions of dollars down the drain, down the fucking drain. Young artists, any hip hop artist, R and B artist, country artist, whatever type of artist you go be, make sure your paperwork right. Make sure you lower up and make sure you trust your people that's doing the paperwork because them niggas can be grimy also. Very grimy. And it just goes to show that you can't you can't trust everybody. That business is business as usual. And it ain't personal. It's just business. It's just business. But speaking of, you know, young buck, he getting fired and shit. I want to just just talk about like a lot of motherfuckers just been letting loose this week. Letting loose. My man's Paul Pierce, the truth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's seen the Instagram. Everybody's letting loose this week. I love it. <laughs> Paul Pierce was on Instagram live and I've seen it because I clicked on the live and I was following him. I clicked on it. He was smoking weed, getting haircuts, strippers. They weren't all that. Little booty strippers. Not strippers I like, but he was on live. With strippers, smoking weed, getting his haircut. I think like, what, a day later, ESPN parted ways with him. I just want to say this about ESPN. First of all, that's his own personal time. Um, whatever state Paul Pierce in, most states, most fifty states have legalized weed, and most of the and and most and most of these dudes in their spare time probably do something similar. What Paul Pierce fucked up on is putting it on Instagram Live, and I had a homie tell me that the reason he think that Paul Pierce got fired was because ESPN is run by Disney, which I get, I get it. I get it, but it's not like this man was doing something that most men do in their spare time. I love the strippers. I'm like two chains to this shit. I love them strippers. Give me the big booty joints, not them little skinny motherfuckers he had. <laughs> Man's had some skinny ass women in there. But I just want to say shout out to Paul Pierce, man. He made all my dreams of... Maybe going on Instagram live one day and having my, you know, big booty strippers dance while I'm smoking the L, you know, and they behind me shaking their ass. Shout outs to Paul Pierce, man. Shout outs to Paul Pierce. Because, again, I feel like was he in the wrong? No. But you got to know when and where to go live. I think personally he went live on purpose. I think personally Paul Pierce has something in the works. I'm not no insider. Or nothing like that. But I really believe Paul Pierce got something that works. He already got offered two hundred and fifty thousand from adult company. Adult company mean porn company. I forgot what company it was. I want to say Cam or something like that. 
They offered him $250,000 to host a sports show with strippers in the background. How fucking amazing is that? You get to talk what you love and you got some big booty, hopefully, big booty mugs in the background shaking that ass. I don't know if I could focus on sports. (laughs) I'll be too busy focusing on throwing dollars and maybe recycling. (laughs) But again, I don't agree with them firing him. I think they should suspend him. I think that's what they should have did. I feel like ESPN is wrong in doing that. And speaking on ESPN, what the fuck were your ESPN insiders was thinking? And if you a sports head, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, y'all. ESPN made a ESPN, I think, under 25 top 10 list. And in this list, they put in order, and it's called NBA Best 25 Under 25 from ESPN Insiders. I hope Woj, I hope Adrian Wojnarowski didn't have nothing to do with this. Stephen A. Smith already went off on first take, said he is not a part of this shit. (laughs) He was like, I ain't do this dumb shit. But let me give you the order, fellas and ladies, of what the fuck ESPN said for their NBA best 25 under 25. And number one, they have my man Luka Doncic, which I have no problem in. He's an MVP candidate right now. He's averaging what? I think, uh, and this off the top of my head, so if I'm wrong, forgive me, 28 and close to 8-8 or 28-7-8, something like that. And I think it might not even be 28. I'm sorry. It might be 26, 7, and 8. That, that's warranted. That's warranted. He, he, Luka done changed the whole franchise of the Dallas Mavericks when he got drafted there. That's warranted. At number two is Zion Williamson. Now, me personally, I don't know if I would have put Zion at number two because this is his first full year having a great year. But I understand why they put him at number two because he's been dominant this year. He's been unstoppable this year. No, he don't have a jump shot that we have seen, but he's been dominant in the fucking hole. Nobody has been able to stop him. So that's warranted. Number three, LaMelo Ball. Y'all see I had that, that moment of silence. That. It's crazy. And I'm going to tell y'all why it's crazy because I'm going to keep going. Just listen to this list. So number three, again, was LaMelo Ball. Number four, Donovan Mitchell. Number five, which is which is number four at Donovan Mitchell. I think you could put him at four or I would have had him higher. But Donovan Mitchell, he's definitely warranted to be in the top five best 25 under 25. Number five, Jason Tatum. Now y'all seeing why this list is so fucked up? It's not done being fucked up. I'm going to keep going. Number six, De'Aaron Fox. Cool. That's cool. Number seven, Ben Simmons. Number eight, Devin Booker. Number nine, Bam Anabayo. And number 10, Say Gildress Alexander. So you mean to tell me that LaMelo Ball is the is the number three best 25 under 25 ESPN. He's better than Donovan Mitchell. 
who just had a historic run in the playoffs in the bubble last year. He was going bananas, which was one of the best playoff series I've seen in a long time with him and the Denver Nuggets. He's better than Jason Tatum, who just went to, what, two Eastern Conference Finals as the guy? He's better than Ben Simmons, a defensive player of the year uh, candidate this year. He should win the award this year. Who's a, a walking, he's damn near a walking tree. I call him mini LeBron. He ain't got the jump shot, but who cares? Zion don't got the jump shot, and y'all put him at number two. We seen what he could do without Joel Embiid. He he dropped 40 on Jazz, on the Jazz uh, uh, earlier this year without Joel Embiid. But y'all got him at seven. Y'all got Devin Booker, a walking fucking bucket. He had 70 points a few years ago. 70. Been averaging 25 points for how long now? Got the number two or top three team in the West right now. He's the man right now. Not Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul, you know, came into that organization with the Suns and showed them how to be a winner. But still, he's the guy. And I'm pretty sure Chris Paul will say the same thing. He better than Devin Booker. LaMelo better than Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum. Ben Simmons. Shit, even De'Aaron Fox. LaMelo is better than Bam Adebayo, a defensive player of the year, winner last year, a player who went to the finals, and is arguably, arguably, because Jimmy is their best player, but I still feel like he is their centerpiece of that franchise. He better than Shea Gildress? I don't even think LaMelo better than Shea Gildress. That's what make this list fucked up. Whoever them ESPN insiders is, Please let me know so I can knock on their door and show them how to write a real list. I mean, me and my homies could have wrote a better list than that. And we ain't ESPN insiders. We don't have the 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 the, the know-it-all that goes on in these organizations. But we know we see what we see. We see that this boy ain't better. LaMelo, excuse me. You know what? Before I go off on this, on this best 25 under 25 ESPN list, insiders list. Before I go off, LaMelo Ball will be a great player, maybe a a, a perennial all-star in this league, maybe. But we only seen not even a full year of him. So how you go tell the world that he's number three and he's better than the players I just named? And not only is he better that they say he's better than the players that 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 I named. But let me tell y'all who they left off the list. They left off Carl Anthony Towns, Minnesota Timberwolves. He's averaging 24 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. LaMelo better than him? The only thing wrong with Carl Anthony Towns and his issue is he don't have a good team surrounding him. But I think with Ant Edwards, the rookie, you know, coming into his own, new coach, and they've been playing better under him. With D'Angelo Russell staying healthy, I think they could build something out there. And they in the West, but I think they could build something out there. You also left off Trey Young. Trey Young is averaging 25 points and 9 assists. LaMelo better than him? And yes, all these players are under 25. LaMelo better than him? I'd rather have Trey Young. You left off John Morant. Averaging 18 points and 7 assists. He just was in the bubble last year. Fighting to get to the playoffs. Rookie of the year last year. You left him off? LaMelo better than him? 
one of the most athletic point guards in the league today? You, you he, he, LaMelo better than him? After not even a full year? And I understand what the ESPN insiders are saying before I finish my left off list. They're saying building a future with LaMelo is better than these players. I still disagree. I fucking disagree. They also left off Jamal Murray, Denver Nuggets. 21 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Went bananas in the bubble. We seen coming back down 3-1 how many times? Twice? Coming back down 3-1 twice in the bubble. But, but LaMelo better than him. Brandon Ingram, another New Orleans Pelican, just like Zion, averaging 23 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, was an all-star last year. LaMelo better than him? Jalen Brown, an all-star this year. They left him off the list. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. John Collins, another player under 25. Play for the Atlanta Hawks, 18.7 rebounds, but LaMelo better than him. And these are players we have seen in the league for multiple seasons. Not just one and not even a half a season like LaMelo, who is out for the rest of the year, I believe, with a wrist injury. He didn't even play a full season. He wasn't even starting in the beginning of the season, but when he did start, he was electric. But still, better than better than these players. He and would I take Lamelo over John Collins? Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> but at the same time, I've seen John Collins produce multiple seasons. I haven't seen Lamelo do this for multiple seasons. Excuse me, had to take a drink of my yak. He better than. Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers, another all-star this year, 19 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. He better than that? Is he is he an all-star? Sabonis been killing since he's been with the Pacers. Again, another player that's had multiple seasons under his belt. Now, when I say these other players, I might take LaMelo over them to build a franchise, might. Is he better than his brother, Lonzo? I just think he's more aggressive than Lonzo. Lonzo had a better defense. They're both great playmakers. I would say that's about even. LaMelo just more aggressive on the offensive side of the ball, but we've seen Lonzo shooting the three hella good this year. And earlier this year, I don't know if this stat still stands, but Lonzo had more threes than Trey Young, who's a Steph Jr., basically, a Steph Curry Jr., is he better than Miles Turner? 12.6 rebounds, three blocks a game. Indiana Pacers again. Is he even better than Colin Sexton from the Cleveland Cavaliers? 23 points, four assists. Better than Jared Allen? 13 points, nine rebounds, one block, great defender. Cleveland Cavaliers center. Is he better than Michael Porter Jr.? Another Denver Nugget with Jamal Murray under 25. 16.7 rebounds. Is he better than them? No, I don't think so. I've seen these players multiple times. Multiple times. Is he better than OG and the Nanobi? Toronto Raptors. 
Averaging 14 points and 5 rebounds and plays great defense. Another player I've seen multiple seasons. ESPN, whoever put y'all drug, you know, laced y'all weed or whatever the hell y'all be drinking on. Stop. Stop drinking on it. That list was horrible. And for y'all to leave off Trey Young, Carl Anthony Towns, John ja Morant, Jamal Murray, Jalen Brown, for y'all to leave off these quality players, I get like the other players, like the let me let me slow down. I get the other players. Like the Sabonises, the ball, the Lonzo Balls, the Miles Turners, maybe even the Colin Shexnes, maybe even the, the the Jerry Allens and the Michael Porters. But you leave off Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young. John Morant, you lead these players off? Jamal Murray, Brandon Ingram, you lead these players off the list? And I get they probably won't make the top 10 list because they probably won't make mine. But the fact of the matter is you put a rookie that not that's, that didn't even finish the season out over these guys. And I still haven't finished my list. I got DeJounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs, who should be a First team all defensive player this year. And he's averaging 15.7 rebounds, five assists, almost two steals a game. Come on, ESPN. Y'all supposed to be the ones I'm looking up to. Shit, I might need to find another channel to watch. Fox Sports? Is that y'all? I don't even know if I could even watch them because I like Skip, but Skip, you was tweaking early. Uh, I think it was today or uh, yesterday when you said that Zion is better than Luca, stop it. Again, we seen Luca produce multiple times. Stop it. Is it close? It's close, I think, but it's not that close. But back to my list. So of course, too high on that list is Lamelo. Lamelo shouldn't be on the list at all, honestly. What are y'all thinking? I, I get it that, you know, he's young and y'all want to be a franchise. He probably will be a superstar in this league, but it's too it's too early. I have to see a full season and another full season. I always give rookies three seasons. Three. That's just me. Like, rookies, you come in, boom. Another season, boom. Your third season, boom. Because I want to see consistency. De'Aaron Fox, another one. Even though he averaging like 24.7 assists, I don't mind him being on that list. But I think I'll have Trey Young over him. I think I'll put Carl Anthony Towns over him. And no, I'm not looking at the teams because Sacramento fucking sucks. Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns with him sucks. Atlanta Hawks sucks. But I'm looking at the player and what they do for that team. And if I was to take that player off those teams, they'll be even suckier. And of course, the number one player that's too low on that list, Devin fucking Booker, Mr. Walking Bucket for the Phoenix Suns. He's too low. They had him at what? At eight, I think. They had De'Aaron Fox over him. De'Aaron Fox over Darren Booker? Stop it. Devin Booker. Scored 71 points against the Boston Celtics about two years ago. Devin Booker has been a walking bucket since he came into this league. And he reminds me his moves, his similarities. He reminds me of Kobe. God rest his soul. Right now, he's averaging 25 points, four rebounds, four assists. 
And the Suns are quietly, because nobody likes to even talk about the Phoenix Suns, but they're quietly a Western Conference Finals contender and could possibly get there and get out of there and get to the finals. I'm not saying I'm picking them, but I'm saying they had a talent with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, another under-25 player that they put LaMelo over. He's under-25 years old, and they put LaMelo over him. Devin Booker should have at least been in the top five, maybe number three. Then you got Ben Simmons, who's averaging 15.7 rebounds, seven assists at number seven. You got De'Aaron Fox over him. I love De'Aaron Fox. I love his game. The quickest guard probably in the league. But he ain't Ben Simmons. We seen what Ben Simmons can do. Again, without Joel Embiid putting up 40 points, 30 points. A great playmaker, great rebounder, great defender. Yes, great defender. He can guard one through five because in small, he's 6'10". He's Magic Johnson. And poor man's Magic Johnson. I don't want y'all to crucify me. (laughs) He's a poor man's Magic Johnson, it looks like. Bam Adebayo, averaging 19 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. He was the defensive player of the year. And again, these players are too low. They're too low on that list. Bam Adebayo just went to a finals and he's number nine on y'all list, ESPN? Make it make sense, please. Please, for me, make it make sense. So, I'm not going to give you my top 10, 25 under 25. You know what? I might. I'm going to give y'all my top five. Who will be in my top five best NBA players 25 and under years of age. My list would consist of, at number one, Luka. Number two, and I probably will put number two, I'll put Zion. I probably will put Zion. Number three, I'm going Jason Tatum. Number four, Devin Booker. Number five, Donovan Mitchell. You know what? I'm going to try to give y'all my 10. Number six, Ben Simmons. Number seven, Bam Adebayo. I just talked about him. Number eight, if I had to, ooh, number eight, this is tough. Trey Young. Number nine, John Morant. And number 10, Carl Anthony Towns. I feel like my list better than ESPN. What y'all think? Make sure y'all let me know what y'all think. Because I feel like all these insiders and all these, you know, cats we have that we listen to, I feel like they sometimes put out these lists to get a reaction out of us so people could be talking about them like me, like Chris, C. Will Ill. (laughs) And it's cool. I get it. But come on. At some point, we got to really... Break down the numbers and break down the play of these players and look and let's put out a great list next time ESPN. Let's put out a great list next time ESPN. But off that. Speaking of like basketball players. You know, I was having a conversation with one of my homies. I'm not going to say his name, but he might be a special guest. And I was just having a sp- you know, simple conversation with him. 
to transition to what I wanted to talk to y'all next. Can the best player on your team since since ESPN think LaMelo is, you know, top three, 25 under. I don't even think back to that before I get to what I'm going to say. LaMelo not even the best player on his team. Terry Rozier is for the Charlotte Hornets. Point blank. Because they're still playing decent with Terry Rozier and with LaMelo out. But back to it. Can the, Do the best player on your team have to be the leader of your team? Because I was reading an article that was speaking about Rajon Rondo on the Los Angeles Clippers. And Rajon Rondo and, and the coach was speaking, you know, lovely about Rajon Rondo, how he's a great leader, how his IQ is 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 above the charts for basketball, how he's just a a a, a perfect leader for the Los Angeles Clippers. But he ain't the best player on the Clippers. Shit, he might not even be the top 5 best player on the Clippers. But he's their leader. So I'm going to break down to y'all what I think a leader is on a sports team. You don't have to be the best player. Kawhi, let's, let's just keep the Clippers in, 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 a, in, a, you know, in a conversation real quick. The Los Angeles Clippers' best player is Kawhi Leonard. And he might be a leader. I don't know. Like Again, I'm not an insider. I just read what, you know, the Adrian Ward, Janowski's, the Kevin O'Connor's, the, the, the Shams, and all, and all these other insiders. I just read and listen to what they say. And I analyze it, and I give y'all my thoughts. Do I think Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is a leader? I think he's a lead. He's a, you know, show by example leader. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to come on the court. I'm a, you're not going to hear no negative rumors about me other than my uncle, you know, going crazy here and there, demanding all types of shit. But other than that, you're not going to hear no scandals about me. No other women. Nothing like that. You're not going to hear that. But is he a leader on the court that's going to get in another player ass when they fuck up? So if Paul George taking horrendous shots, is he going to get in Paul's, Paul George ass, Paul's? <laughs> no, I don't think so. To be a leader, you got to have it. Whatever it is, you got to be an outspoken person. You got to be willing to not be liked by your teammates at times. You got to be willing to even get on your coach's case when it's bad plays. Respectively, you got to do that. You got to be able to say what other players do not want to say. Paul George, stop shooting threes. Go to the cup. Use your mid-range game. Kawhi Leonard, take over. Stop being passive. These are the things Rajon Rondo does. He has championship caliber. Of course he's a great leader. That's why the Los Angeles Lakers signed him last year. He's a great leader. He gives all great leadership qualities. And for those to say that he's he he he's not he you have to be the best player on the team to be the leader, that's false. Jared Dudley is a great leader. Yes. Why you think he keep, keep getting these contracts in the league? He's a great locker room guy. Rajon Rondo, a great locker room guy. These guys are glues to the team that you need. That's what a leader is. A person who will be outspoken, 
who will talk to anybody. It don't matter if you're speaking on the Clippers again. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Luke Kennard, Serge Ibaka, DeMarcus Cousins. It don't give a, they don't give a fuck who you are. They're going to tell you when you're in the wrong. Patrick Beverly is another leader. But the difference between Rondo and Patrick Beverly, what Rondo brings and Patrick Beverly don't, is championship quality. He's been there with the Celtics. He's been there with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, to the question, to, to my homie's question, fuck no, you don't have to be the best player. You just have to have it. A leader. That's all you need to be. You have to be outspoken and be willing to say whatever it takes to get your players in the right situation. So y'all can win. But enough about that. I want to shout out the MLB for moving the All-Star game. For those that don't know, the MLB moved the All-Star game. I want to shout them out. Being leaders. That's fucking leaders. Moving the All-Star game from Atlanta. Because Atlanta changed their voting uh, process. Um, I, I believe, and you know, if I'm wrong, you know, y'all guys can quote me. But they changed their voting process where you have to have uh, a certain... Uh, I believe I I think you have to have an ID, and the MLB said, and, 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 and you know they people are saying that the reason it changed is because you know it's moving, and, and, and it's been confirmed that the MLB is moving its All Star game to Denver because of the voting law in Atlanta. And they saying it's been changed the all you know the the Atlanta because of the Atlanta voting process because due to a con, it's controversial controversial by state officials in Georgia because it is aimed how it's worded the voting law is aimed to suppress voting among people of color in unserved areas. So I applaud. MLB for moving they all-star game being leaders again leaders and moving I fucks with Atlanta I ain't go even front I fucks with Atlanta but come on y'all y'all gotta change that voting law get out and vote get out and vote MLB has been facing backlash from the polit from politicians because they moved the game be a leader get out and vote and I know voting don't change everything but get out and vote. So this shit won't happen. So we can, us as minorities in Georgia, you know, that's in Georgia. Me, I'm currently in Illinois. But, you know, those in Georgia, they don't have to be suppressed. Big ups to MLB. I don't, I, I watch, you know, baseball is better to go to games. But I don't think the Cubs, who are one of my favorite teams, the Cubs and the Texas Rangers, and I love the Yankees because of my Uncle Charles. Shout out to my Uncle Charles. He made me a Yankees fan. And I was always an Alex Rodriguez fan. So I followed him. And, you know, I was always an Alfonso Sariano fan. Texas, Yankees, Texas Rangers to Yankees. Alfonso Sariano. Alex Rodriguez also. Texas Rangers to, you know, the Yankees. So shout out to my Uncle Charles. But I don't watch a lot of teams. I just watch those teams. So I'm not as knowledgeable as other people is in baseball but i just wanted to get him a shout out they're being fucking leaders now with that being said speaking of controversy 
and we've been having a lot of controversy. We don't had the Paul Pierce getting fired, which I think it was a smart move by Paul Pierce because I feel like the man has something else in the works. Let's speak on Carl Davis, Carlton Davis from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I just wanted to, to talk to you guys about that real quick. Carlton Davis just won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's been in some controversy. And the controversy was, and I'm going to make sure I give y'all everything I can give y'all dealing with this controversy. The controversy was he said a racial slur towards Asian Americans. And in hindsight, I'm going to just let y'all know this. He's already came out and apologized and said he didn't know that it was a racial slur. So what happened was he sent out a tweet and said, you know, uh, what did he say? He said the G word. And I'm not going to say that word because I don't want to get, you know, uh, I don't want to get muted by Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Shout out to them for putting me, you know, putting opinionated facts on a new and newsworthy podcast. We coming up. Shout out to them. But I don't want to say that word, what he said. So I'm going to say he said the G word. He basically said y'all niggas are some G words. That's what I'm going to say. He's later, uh, he's he, he apologized because, of course, he said that in Miami where... You know, Carlton Davis is from. He said, you know, he well, he, let me give you the direct quote first before I go on to that. He said, got to stop letting G words in Miami. And he deleted the tweet. He's 24 and no age don't matter. But he apologized in a lot of tweets saying that in Miami, the term means lame. And he shared a picture for the Urban Dictionary, which, you know, every every. You know, city has its own type of slang. You know, even, you know, me growing up, I used to say, and again, I used to say that's gay, meaning that's lame. But as I grew up, I realized that's gay is bad towards the male and female LGBT community. So I grew up. But again, he said, and, you know. He later apologized and said this. I would never offend any group of people. You reporters can look for any story to blow up. The term was directed towards a producer claiming he ran Miami. With that being said, I retired that word from my vocabulary, given the hard times our Asian families are already enduring. And if you don't know what they're enduring, you know, we had a, a, a white male coming to, I think it was an Asian salon shooting up Asians. We had Asian hate going on. You know, we had the Jeremy Lin thing in the G League where they was calling him, you know, coronavirus and COVID. Do I agree with that? No, I kind of, you know, feel like people see what, Black people are are still enduring. But that's another subject for another day. Back to Carlton Davis. He said, quote, I use the term that where I'm from, where I come from has always meant lame, but I did not realize it had a much darker negative coordination. I have learned a valuable lesson and want to apologize to anyone that was offended by seeing the word because we need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. 
Do I accept his apology? Yeah. We got to look at the demographics of where he's from. He probably did know. And people want to try to try to pair him and Myers Leonard from uh Previously from the Miami Heat and the OKC Thunder, he's been released. They want to coin them together. No, Myers Leonard is, I want to say, of German descent. When he said that racial slur towards the Jews, I think he kind of knew what it meant. That's why he's out the league. And that's why the Temple Bay Bucks are saying they're going to help Carlton Davis better understand words. Yes, we say words that are hurting, hurtful towards people. We say it, but I think people need to just calm down, man. He apologized. He didn't know what the fuck he was saying. We could be naive as people at times. We still can learn. Even in people that's famous. Famous people can learn. It don't matter what type of position you in. Rich, poor, famous, non-famous, uh, politician, uh, construction worker, janitor. It don't fucking matter what occupation you do. You still, we still learn it. It don't matter if you're a kid, adult, um, whatever. You still learning and he's still learning. I seen a lot of people trying to cancel him for what? He's apologized. He didn't know what that word meant. And to him, it meant lame, weirdo. You got to look at where he's from. Do I think it was okay? Fuck no. I would never, you know, I didn't even know what that word meant. I had to Google it. When I read the article, I'm like, man, let me let me Google this. Because I didn't even know it was a racial slur. The only time I heard it was from a person from Florida. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's like, oh, I'm calling you lame, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> but with that being said, stop. People, people, stop allowing people to get canceled for things we just don't know. We, okay. In hindsight, we really don't know if he knew or not. But I'm saying he he probably didn't because he is from Miami and it's Miami people that have came out and said, yes, this word is used for lame. Stop trying to cancel these artists and these athletes and all these people because they make a mistake. Look on your life. Let's 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 look on your life and all the mistakes you made. Would you want to get canceled? Cancel canceled era is so weird to me. Do I believe some people should get canceled? Yeah. R. Kelly, should he get canceled? Yeah, he, he loved peeing on 14-year-olds. Should he got canceled? Cool, yeah. It's, it's videotaped. Was that a mistake? No, because he kept doing it. <laughs> he kept fucking underage girls. So it's not a mistake now. It's knowingly. But if you got a guy like Carlton Davis who came out and said it's a mistake, let's see if it's really a mistake. Let's see what he does to better the Asian community and see if he actually made a mistake. Let's see. Let's give these people a chance to make mistakes. Yes, they famous. Yes, they in the limelight 24-7. But yes, they're human. And I'm, you know, that's all. You know, all these, again, all these insiders, these, these, these blogs, podcasts, they trying to get on people and cancel them. I can't do it for that simple fact. But, you know, I ain't going to keep y'all long today. I just want to say this before I get off this. Shout out to Steph Curry. He had 41 points yesterday, I believe. 41 points. He's the only NBA player in NBA history to have over 200 threes in eight seasons straight. 
I don't know if it's straight. Is it straight? Is it straight? I want to say, let me see. No, he's the only player in NBA history to have eight seasons. Not my fault, not straight. To have eight seasons with 200 plus threes made. Shout out to Stephen. Wardell Stephen Curry. <laughs> Shout him out. That's all I got for y'all today. You know, I want to also say this. I had a special guest for y'all Friday, but they canceled on me, which is cool. But they coming next week. That's why I gave y'all the podcast today by myself. They're coming next week. So y'all might not hear from me Friday. Who knows? Unless something big breaks. I want to say next Friday, I'm going to have a special guest for y'all. And I know y'all going to love this. This special guest. I'm not going to tell y'all who it is. But I am going to give y'all a secret clip from the podcast. From my special guest. This is C. Will, a.k.a. Chris Williams. This is Opinionated Facts. Again, follow me on Instagram, C. Will Ill. Follow me on Snapchat, Poppy My Name. Opinionated Facts. Peace, love, prosperity. Peace. Uh, killer. Baby. Baby. Kanye, this that 1970s heroin flow, huh? Yeah. Y'all hear people Let's talking about up. who high, who not uh, Man, they don't know I'm we finna in. kill the game this year Kill uh, uh, yeah, hey, come yo, on Street mergers, I legislated the nerve I never hated on murders, premeditated Absurd, I hesitated, observed Cock and spray, hit you from a block away Drinking sake on the Suzuki, we in Osaka Bay Playing soccer, stupid, stay in the sucker's place Pluck your ace, take your girl, fuck her face She dealing with killer, so you love her taste Killer, cause she loved the taste. I got bored up with crooked kitchen orders that I'm cooking, but got caught up with the tricks and would have thought I went from Brooklyn. It get boring just looking, did like Bill Cosby pouring in the pudding. Now the dashboard is wetting from a hard tangled grammar, interior, inferior, star spangled banner, card game bananas, mom, man, and tanners, guns everywhere like the card came with hammers. He's back. They trying to say he. Your legs behind your head. Got me ear ones, hun. Lime and red. You got pets, me too. Mines are dead. Doggy, fox, minks, gators. That's necessary. Accessories. My closet's pet cemetery. I get approached by animal activists. I live in the zoo. I run scandal with savages. All my niggas get together to gather loot. Bodyguard for what dog I rather shoot. I go to war. Old Tim, batted boots. Yeah, the world is
pure shit. My bitch is pure thick. Play razor tag, slice your face, you're rich. It's I who come by, drive through. Gator told Mori, three quarters, sky blue. Look at mommy, eyes blue, five two. I approach the high boo, high you. Pony skin, Louis, oh, you fly too. You a steward is good, ma, I fly too. Now a nigga got bacon to bake. Harlem shake, nah, I'm in Harlem shaking the weight. Shaking the bait, shaking the chase. Kill you, shoot the funeral up. That Harlem shake at your weight. Just your picture though, you still taped in the lake. I'm laughing, you couldn't wait to escape. But anyone who owes the dough, I had to load the foe. I hope a nigga heard when I said I told you so.